most appropriate for this morning. I am listo, almost ready. Just about there, about 15 seconds. I have my tea. I have my notes. Let's see here. Let's go with That one's ready. That is ready. And that is ready. Let's go here. Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? 
What's going on? I have my, I'm having a hair day like you, Jackie. Don't worry about it. I did my hair the same way. Telling you, I, it was a mess this morning. I was trying to get up and do my hair. What's that, Drew? What's going on, Drew? Hey, dear darling. Kiki, Vaughn. What's going on, Tammy? Sophia? Hello to everybody. It is an amazing morning. So let's jump right in, actually. We discussed how we we're going to do the format yesterday. But those that are taking notes, um, we're going to go through the scripture. I'm going to attempt, I, you know what? I'm going to play catch up for three, four, and five over the course of this weekend because I am going to go every day at 5 a.m. And I'm actually going to incorporate the 5 a.m. club and pieces from Robin Sharma's trainings uh, starting next week. I'm not going to do that this week. I'm just going to go through the scriptures this week and forgive my energy is a little low because I actually slept. Shh, don't tell anybody. I'm half human. I'm actually half human. But yesterday, when I woke up um, with only an hour and a half of sleep, I can honestly say after scripture yesterday, I have more energy than I had all month long. It was quite amazing, I must say. Not because of the lack of sleep of only an hour and a half of sleep, but because of the scripture of what I'm sharing within this content. And so what I share with uh, everyone, especially those joining for the first time that have never heard me do this or been a part of this in any capacity or were not on the pre, you know, on, on, on the onset of this is that, you know, there'd be a lot of people to partake. And I tell people that even are not Christian faith, then take it as academic. There's so much to be learned and just being learned, if that makes sense. But specifically when you ask anybody, the most read book on the, on, the, on the planet is the Bible. And the most powerful, to me, this is subjective, two books in the Bible happen to be Proverbs and Psalms. Um, especially when you want change. In recapping, you know, we're starting a new season as of October 1st. We're now at October 4th. You have to look at the production you've had over the course of this month. Compare the first four days to the, you know, to the last four months. And I actually had more breakthroughs yesterday. Um, more amazing things that happen. And you can actually feel uh, the world shifting. It's like two tectonic plates that are rubbing against each other before an earthquake. And you have breakthroughs in your life when you really do claim um, God's miracles, and you look for them, you expect them. So those taking notes, you do want to write down the law of expectation, that you want to live in a state of expectation. And it was um, funny because uh, someone wanted me to tap into a, 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 a sermon last night, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. You know, you have to be very choosy about where you go and who you listen to and who someone says is going to be prophetic and who is going to talk prophecy. And then you have to know the distinctions between them. You also have to know Jesus is the word before he became Jesus. So you have to be a wordsmith and understanding his words and being very careful about how you interpret them. Um, Proverbs itself is, is built for a guide system, built on wisdom. Uh, Solomon had a whole conversation about wisdom. And as we know, Solomon was the wisest man that God has placed on this planet. 
So it might behoove us uh, when you're talking about wisdom to listen to a man called Solomon. Uh, he was also the wealthiest man on the planet. And there's a reason why he was the wealthiest man on the planet. Uh, the first chapter, just recapping that, deals with the wisdom of the respect of God and parents. And it rebukes, it really rebukes sins and evils. So it's that pathway. It gives you that, that guidance of just a moral path on each chapter. Uh, when you come to understand it, and, and, and forgive me, I just, I'll, I'll open it back up when I open it up for your guys' takeaway. And uh, I just want you guys to see that it's not Memorex, it's not, it's not a recording. I am here in my my nice fluffy robe and I'm ready to take on the day and it's a beautiful day. So in the interim of that, I'll come back to you. Okay. So just stick with me as we get closer to the end of this. But um, over the course of the weekend and covering the first five, just so that you know what they represent. Uh, chapter one represents the respect of God and re respect of parents. It rebukes sins and evil. It rebukes the different pathways that we can take. It gives you the wisdom of that, like of, of a, of a person that should have taken it when they were actually headed in, you know, in the wrong way with the Titanic. It gives you direction in regards to your relationships. It gives you regards in regards to, it makes you respect the guidance and the wisdom and that third eye, which is really an instinct, your gut feeling we talked about yesterday in regards to that's God talking to you. That's not you talking to you. A lot of times we get into relationships or into situations and we're like, God, I should have listened to my instinct. You know, and really it should have been, my instinct should have been listening to God. <laughs> so hopefully you guys get that conversation. But I do want you to know the basis of the first five chapters. If you've never studied this book, in the second chapter, it actually gets into, it rewards its seekers morally. Uh, so the second chapter is about, it rewards its seekers morally. The third chapter is about physically. The fourth chapter about it, re it redirects one's life from evil. And the fifth, you know, wisdom rejects sensuality. And I just want you to have an outline so you are very clear about the direction and really how this was outlined and written out. Uh, the power of this conversation is it probably should have been written. And I mean, it would be so powerful if each one of you understood Hebrew. Arabic would be the second way of understanding this conversation. Because if you understood this, this word, if you would, in Hebrew, then you would understand a little bit. I could actually go so much deeper with each one of you. Uh, it, the second chapter is actually uh, written in, as, as an acrostic poem. And so it, it actually has one sentence marked by 22 positives. For those that don't understand what an acrostic is, then it's really understanding how you remember the days of the month, uh, you know, or the days of a week, or how you remember um, the seasons, or, you know, everything is written in a way in which you're to remember it. And it's, it's almost, if you compare it to Psalms, Psalms is all a song, right? But the longest chapter in Psalms is Psalms 119. And when you understand that, it was written as an acrostic poem. What I mean by that is, you know, uh, the Jewish, uh, faith would actually teach their children 
from across the way so that you can remember. How do you remember the days? Of the, how do you know which days? Like if you look at your knuckles, how do you remember in the month which ones have 31 days? You start with the first knuckle of 31 and the gaps in between your knuckles are, are anywhere from 30 to 28. So it's really a matter of just, they, and the reason why this is really important is because I need you to understand how many uh, sentences uh, or if you will, verses are actually in um, Proverbs 2. Well, it's 22. And each one, each sentence is marked by 22 positives. If you really went deep into this to understand how this was written, then and you understood it in, uh, uh, in Arabic, right? So it's written from a mnemonic perspective, meaning that each word in Hebrew, like each, if you read it in Hebrew, you'd note that every sentence started with the first letter of the alphabet in Hebrew. And so uh, back in the day, you'd have the Jewish people that really wanted their children to remember. That means that chapter two is the most powerful uh, chapter that they wanted their children to remember. So they'd have them sing chapter two. It was meant to be a song to be remembered so that it would stick with the children and go with them through their entire days on this earth. That's how extraordinary uh, chapter two is. So I wanted you guys to just have a little background because as you evolve with me, uh, you'll start to elevate your consciousness to understanding how to learn versus just reading something and thinking it on your own mind. If we go into other scriptures and you understand it's not of thine own mind, it is of his mind, it is of his spirit, it's of his soul that we should be thinking and allowing ourselves, submitting ourselves to versus those that think on their own accord and end up in bad situations on a consistency. But jumping right into understanding, uh, it rewards its seekers morally. You've got to also understand why chapter two was written in a state of morality because it is the fabric and cloth for everything else that comes physically, uh, sensually, of flesh. Um, it's a tool, right? So uh, the, the old wise men would look at, 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 at Proverbs and look at wisdom specifically, and write that down as a tool, uh, almost that of a savior, just short of Jesus Christ himself, as a saving of souls from the physical world of all the bad decisions that we make. So breaking it down as we get into just one, two, and three, it starts off in Proverbs 2, and it says, my son, if thou wilt receive my words, meaning just receive what I have to say, and if you would coven or if you would hide my commandments with thee, please just take my commandments and hold on to them. Uh, it will give you a direction that you've never had in your life. It will save you from all the pain that you make from bad decisions, financially, mentally, spiritually, physically, of all of the physical world, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom, meaning please just bow down and submit to the wisdom. You're going to get wisdom one way or another, whether you make the mistakes or whether you follow the guide and apply thine heart. Notice it said it didn't apply thine mind. It says apply thy heart which means submit your soul to what I'm sharing, to understanding, number two. Oh, we're going to go somewhere this morning. Three, yay. 
if thou criest after knowledge, meaning if you are seeking, if you are chasing, if you have an insatiable appetite for the knowledge and you lift up or liftest up thy voice for understanding, if you truly speak to understand, to comprehend when you're sharing, if thou seekest at her as silver, and we went through this also, notice how he repeats that from chapter one. If you are going to chase, chase knowledge, chase understanding as if you chase silver, as you chase money in the streets and searches for her as for hidden treasures. If you take your whole life looking for wisdom, utilizing that as a goalpost or a lighthouse for every direction that we take in our life, right? Hence the prayer when we get up in the morning as we have prayer throughout the day, as we are seeking this knowledge, as we are seeking this understanding. And we are talking to him saying, please let this be of thy will. Let this be of your purpose. Let this be something that is serving to you that makes you proud, that is going to make you happy. When I make my decision, could you help me make that decision? Could you help me and pause for five seconds before I start making hasty decisions? For we all know that the words for this season is patience and discipline and follow up, but we're gonna stay with patience and discipline. We make decisions without taking pause to truly understand the wisdom and the knowledge as to why are we doing that in the knowledge and is it for our greatest serving in our heart when we make these decisions? If we say that, if you're looking for the knowledge in that or the wisdom in that, let's go to five and then shout thou understand the fear of the Lord. And we talked about if you don't have fear in the things that you do, putting Lord, the Lord first, you're always going to have challenges. Always. I mean, I always, I always, 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 like, like always, not like some ways, like siempre, always have challenges. Right? And find knowledge of God, seeking his wisdom and his understanding. Let's move to six quickly. For the Lord, if you will, giveth wisdom. I will give you wisdom. He's, he's telling you, I have the treasure chest. I have the cave. I know what, I have everything that you're looking for. I give you choice to make bad decisions, but I have the wisdom if you look for it. Because out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Not just knowledge. You got to understand there's a reason why. And we'll get into this later in the, in the weeks uh, of this month. Of why did he actually distinguish between knowledge and understanding? Because what you know does not necessarily mean you understand it. <laughs> right? So you got to be very clear about this conversation. Because you hear people speak all the time. And no matter what word comes out of the out of this out of the of the context of the conversation so to speak have you ever had those conversations and before you finish your sentence so like yes yes it's like but i didn't finish the sentence you didn't even hear me finish what i said but i know what you're gonna say I, I, you triggered me on something you had something you didn't finish listening so if you are just listening to partial because you can't talk and listen at the same time but you see them not in their head yes they're having a whole conversation in their head without you about a fragment of the conversation hence why we must learn to stop and pause and listen listen linda listen listen and seek understanding as you move into seven he says he layeth up sound wisdom not wretched wisdom, 
not half-hearted wisdom, not what I think wisdom, not fragmented wisdom, not kind of wisdom, not a little wisdom, not some is in this context, but sound, that means solid, that means completely grounded wisdom from experience. Wisdom is that I teach all the time. You, you can only learn from two perspectives, from your own wisdom, which is your own mistakes, or someone else's. Either way, there's wisdom from what has already been done way before any of us were born. I choose to learn from someone else's mistakes. Ah, I wish I had done that a long time ago. I've still made so many. Had I been in this book when I was two, Jesus. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. That means he saddles you in. He protects you. He is pretty much a seatbelt. He is a seatbelt for those that are walking in his light, in his right, in his path. So when you do hit accidents, you are protected that you are not going to go through the window shill that you are actually going to be covered in the blood of Jesus. If you walk uprightly and follow my words, is what he's saying, I will make sure that you are taken care of. And I, allow, I, I will make sure that you miss whatever it is that is coming your way. Because there, uh, there's some things going to come your way just because you're in the wrong company sometimes. You better ask somebody. We'll get to that. Eight. He keepeth the paths of judgment. That means he is the protector of judgment. There is no judgment on our part. And he preserveth the way of his saints. That means he's going to make sure that the lights go green for the people that walk uprightly, that choose to walk in his path and be that person that truly protects his covenant. He's going to be that person that when you're racing to the airport and you need all green lights, that he's going to make sure that those green lights are all green. You're like, I, I'm 30 minutes late. I'm 40 minutes late. I got to get there 15 minutes before. I got to get there 30, an hour before the plane takes off. How am I going to do this? He turns all the lights green, keeps the seatbelt on you in case there's a fool that's going to cross the wrong street. And opens up the doors when you're in a hurry because you have kept his ways. He's going to open up paths that you didn't even know existed if we stay on that path. He said, I preserve the way for my saints. Now, none of us are saints, but we can be saint-like. None of us are Christ, but we can live Christ-like do comprehend and take away from what I am saying. He's going to keep the path of judgment. So he's going to make sure that all those that are going to infringe upon your peace of mind with judgment about who you are, too ugly, too little, too, too pretty, uh, too, too small, you know, you know, a late bloomer, an early bloomer, uh, the wrong parents, uh, putting, he's going to keep those paths of judgment and he's going to preserve that. He's going to move everything out of your space to understand you were made perfect for him. Not for anybody else. You don't need anybody else's approval. You don't need anybody else's conviction. You don't need anybody else's validation. You don't need a whole lot of people. Why do we do that? 
I want my mommy's approval, my daddy's approval, my husband's approval. I need my children to love me. I need to make sure that these people at my job like me. I, I want to be recognized. I'm still just an ETL. I'm this, I'm that. Oh my God, I, I got to get here faster. Well, I'm just, I've been here for so long. You are exactly where you're supposed to be to gather and get understanding that no matter what street you took, you would still hit the same potholes because he preserveth the pathway. I hope somebody's getting this. It doesn't matter what opportunity, what business, what school, what job, what vocation, what opportunity you take, you're still, it's like, it's like being in a, in a movie. It's like, I'm gonna take this road and you're, you're still gonna hit the same potholes. It's like, oh my God. No, those potholes were for you to slow your butt down and pay attention. You cannot speed up or slow down by thinking you're going to take another street because your path was already preserved by him. The judgments will be moved. It's your street. Now you can speed up the process with a little bit more focus. You can get to your destination with a little bit more focus, a little bit more discipline. You can avoid having to get, have to, having to pull over on the side of the road and change your tire by going a little bit slower on, on bumpy streets. You can avoid having to, spend, to pay an extra five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars for the rotaries if you went and took your car in and got the brakes when you heard the first squeak. You could avoid having gotten sick had you taken one more night of sleep. You could have avoided being ill for so long had you stopped and paid attention to your health earlier? You could avoid it, that heartache of pain had you listened to the signs that that person didn't want to be with you in the first place. There's a whole lot of ways in which we could have gotten there faster. But let me tell you, the street's going to be the same. You still got to go down that path that he has preserved. Then shalt thou understand righteousness. Nine. Oh, I like that one. Righteous. I, not you're going to be righteous. Not you're going to be holy. Not you're going to be holier than thou. But you will be under, notice the word, stand upon righteousness and judgment and equity. What is my masterpiece in teaching outside of this realm of doing business, y'all? Human equity. Yay. Every good path. That means you're building equity. Human value. Bringing servitude to the world. Being of value. Being irreplaceable. Becoming an impact player. Being somebody of true value. Why do people show up to you? Because of value. Why do people not show up for you? Because they have no value. Why do we go somewhere? Because we have value. Why don't we go somewhere when we've been invited? There wasn't enough value. We want to be that person. Equity. It specifically says equity. And understanding righteousness. And delivering judgment. Ten. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, when 
you slow down and allow it to enter. Because if you're moving too fast, it can't enter. It's going to enter. It's going to take a wrong turn. It's going to go somewhere else. Wisdom going to go somewhere else. It's going to be left on the side of the road. You done left it in the trunk. You done forgot it at home. Because when you're moving too fast, you're busy being broke, broke on so many different levels, mentally, spiritually, financially. Oh my God, it's spiritually. There's so many ways of being broke. But if you're moving too fast, then wisdom can't enter into thine heart. You done left it in a bag and you you took the wrong purse. You took the wrong luggage. When wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. And don't we want pleasantries in our life? I know I do. There's nothing like having epiphanies and knowledge and learning and understanding, even making small mistakes versus the big ones, but being able to take from that and get there much more efficiently and effectively and faster because of not I'm moving faster, but because of the knowledge that I was able to take from the wisdom that entered into thine heart. Pay attention to your mistakes and others so that you can acquire this, but more so, he is giving, our father is giving us his wisdom in this conversation. He's like, you could take your own, your own wisdom or you could take a friend's wisdom, or you could take a mentor's wisdom, but how about taking mine? <laughs> how, about, how, about, how about taking it from your father who actually created everything to the apple and the serpent, to the rib and the woman? How about the first day? How about, to, let's go to Genesis. How about taking some wisdom from somebody who actually created you to the very hair that's on your head, the last one that was there? How about taking it from that person? I don't know. It just seems like a good idea. feel like I'm in my business. Why don't you take wisdom from me? Why, why? It just seems like a good idea. 25 years of experience. Millions of dollars later. It just seems like a good idea. No, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it my way. I got, the, I got a brand new idea. I want to try this. What about, I'm going to do this and then ask you what you think about it after I did it. What? Crackish. Just a crack, baby. Put the pipe down. 11. Discretion shall, I mean, preserve thee. Discretion. Oh, my God. Oh my God, how many people do we know should actually learn this word? <laughs> I don't think there is a city, village, or country I've gone to that there are people that don't exist anymore because they have not learned the word discretion. Oh my God, I just had a conversation with Francisco about this yesterday, discretion. Let me tell you something. 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 When people got time to talk about you, they ain't got enough going on in their own life. They need somebody. They need you to talk about. Okay? I need each one of you to know that. Right? I'm that person they talk about all the time. They talk about, as much good as I do, it's amazing how they can find all the negative things to talk about me. He talks too long. He talks too little. He talks too deep. He's not duplicatable. He's a womanizer. He got this. He got that. Does he have this? Does he have that? How does he fit into the world? He's too tall. He's too black. Let me tell you something. Make yourself a target for people to talk about you. 
You've been at ETAT forever. You've been at ETA. You've been in this position. You've been broke. You've been doing this. You ain't got no money. How you gonna do this? How you gonna do that? How you gonna buy this house? How you gonna buy that house? How you gonna be a good husband? How you gonna be a good wife? How you gonna multitask? How you gonna do three things? Let become a target for people to talk about you. Then you know you're alive. Until people are talking about you, you're not alive. You know who they you did you do you know who they don't talk about? The people in the cemetery. <laughs> I haven't heard a word about Joe Sambo that he died in 1903. I had a, ain't nobody talking about him because he's dead. <laughs> dead and dead on him. Bust a rap boy, used to kill some rats and did a whole lot of mess in his life, but ain't nobody talking about him because he's dead. If you're alive, they're going to talk about you. But you want to be careful of the company that you keep. Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee. Understanding shall keep thee. If you understand what I'm saying, it will keep you safe and from it will protect you from buying into all the chatter, all the conversations, all the naysayers, all the haters, all the people, your parents that don't believe in you, or it's your interpretation, or it's your story, or it's a fact. But who really cares? Broken relationships, broken hearts, broken minds, all because we bought into the lie of the story of the experience that we had. Listen to what I'm saying, the experience that we had let me put you on airplane mode. Bear with me, family. Someone, no more interruptions. I'm too much into this. This is too rich. Way too rich. Twelve. To deliver thee from the way of the evil man. From the man that speaketh from forward things, forward things, negative things, bad things. And in this day and age, I think everybody knows that when he's talking about man, because it was a man's world in man's eyes, and we know it's a woman's world today, ladies, but he's referring to both genders from the masculine perspective, so everybody is clear. To deliver thee from the way of the evil man, I'm going to say or woman. Some of y'all women can be evil out there. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I just got, I got touched for a minute. From the man that speaketh froward things, negative things. 13, who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Who leave the path, paths, plural, of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. See, they can't, you can write this, if you can you write this if you try. Because this is never gonna be in a book. This is, I mean, you aren't gonna find this anywhere else. See, in 14 it says, who rejoice to do evil. And that's sad because I have met people who rejoice to do evil. 
That's what they were born for. My mentor, you know, Mr. Rome would say, I don't take that class. <laughs> I wouldn't take that class. And delight in the frowardness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked, and they are froward in their paths. That's 15. Again, we're talking here about a morality cloth. It even says in 16, to deliver thee from the strange woman. They actually put woman, huh, the strange, strange woman, even from the stranger with flattereth, with her words, he actually says that. He says the strange woman, even from the stranger, which watch the flattery with her words. Be careful. 17, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, meaning she has walked away from the wisdom and the seed that was sown of purity and the loins to give birth to the world. That is why around the world, they call it Mother Earth. That's why even in Afro, they call it the motherland. Even here, they call it motherland, giving birth. She has walked away from the guide. She has forsaken the guide of what she was put here to do and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For those taking notes. 18, for her house. Notice he said her house. You see how in this conversation, how God inspired Solomon and all that put partook in this, this particular chapter, in this song, they went from the man. Right, let me go back. I want y'all to get this because it's really deep. If you really go into it, we don't have time to go deep into it. But it goes in and it's like, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh frower things. That's why we act differently. Because the woman will go into a cove of depression. A man will go out there and become very evil and do bad things and become... Anyway, and so then he goes from the man that is evil and speak of frower things and negative things. And he jumps down here, which is 16 from 14, uh, 13 uh, to, to 16. Also deliver you from the woman, from that voice, that angelic voice, the flattering words. I'm here for you. Let me comfort you. Let me give you refuge. Let me take you to the den of the devil. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing. I'm sharing. Let me show you how pretty I really am. <laughs> let me, let me, let me show you how pretty I am and then blame you. For, oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stick with me here. <laughs> and we go to 18 for her house. He gave her the house. This goes into a whole nother conversation now. Man runs the jungle, the woman runs the house. Don't ever get it twisted. Now in that, for her house inclineth unto death, unto death and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again. Well, God, I wish you had given me this scripture 25 years ago. I might still be alive. <laughs> 
my, my soul. Oh, Jesus, help me. <laughs> None that go into her return again. Jesus, neither take they, neither take they hold of the paths of life. They will never take, neither take, they, they won't take the paths of life. They will take the paths of death. 20, that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of the righteous. I like righteous. I got to add like 15 S's on the end of righteous. Because in this season, I seek righteousness. I do. I, I truly, we should, this is what this is about. In, in shifting and changing and quantum leaps, creating new habits, what we're doing with 5 a.m., getting up, whatever hour it is where you are, being able to dive into this conversation and truly get this is truly looking to, I, it, righteous is another way to me, subjective conversation here, sidebar, of purifying, of resetting, of making all your wrongs right. We look at all the things that happened to us. You are exact. Everything that has happened to you, everything that's happened to me was supposed to happen. It was your path. Now, how we deal with it, that's a whole different conversation. I'm not saying how we dealt with it is the correct way, but you can't get upset with, you know, who comes in your life, who leaves your life, who quits this, who quits that, who does this, who does that, who shortchanged you, this, that, and the other. But how you deal with it, that's a whole nother conversation. and keep it the paths of righteous. 21, for the upright, those that walk with me, those that talk with me, those that pray with me, those that meditate on me, those that ask me for wisdom, those that ask me for understanding, those that truly will stay in alignment with me, those that shall serve me, those that shall be a servant, those that shall wash the feet in the basin of water, those that shall actually go and support all of them, those that shall be a good man, those that shall be good, a good woman, those that shall be good, a good mother, those that shall be a great father, those that will actually take on their responsibility, the ability to respond and not dodge it, those that will actually slow down, those that will prioritize, those who will make me first, and then I will take care of everything underneath you. I will take care of all of your needs. I will make you dominion over all living things. Those that shall walk upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it. I don't know if y'all with me this morning. Jesus, you might want to walk with me in this conversation. I prayed before I talked to y'all this morning. I said, I need you to talk. I'm just here. Allow me to be a vessel because this is what I'm doing for we, not me. For the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it. Powerful conversation. If I go to 22, he says, but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. That means the wicked shall be cut off. All living things, the Euphrates, the water, that which gives growth, that which grows the roots, that which gives vegetation, that which provides a harvest, that which feeds the entire planet in which I've created for man and woman to dwell on, 
They shall be cut off. They shall become the hungry. They shall become the famished. I will not give them. They will not be able to get on the vine. They will not be able to live. They will not get of my spirit. They will not get of my soul. They will not give heavenly gifts. They will not be let into the gates of heaven. They will be cut off. That is my job, not your job, not your vindictiveness, not your jealousy, not your hate, not your dislike, not your judgment. They will be cut off for those that write, if, if you will ride with me, ride and die with me, upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressors, transgress means go backwards. Those that are going back, they took the wrong road, they took the evil road, they took the wrong, they didn't even take the wisdom. They used it of their own mind, of their own heart, of their own desires, of their own greed. And those that transgress, shall be rooted out of it. Oh, Jesus. Well, that worked for me. I would love to hear your guys' takeaway on this this morning because it seems like another vitamin B to me. <laughs> so I'm going to first... Don't say nothing. I'm going to unmute. Sure. Is there any green in here? And then I'm going to allow one of you to share your takeaways. Please, by all means, you can unmute and jump in at any point in time because that was a mouthful. That was the chapter, fam. Go ahead, jump in. Hopefully this hits somebody in the gut. You have the power of unmuting your own mic to be able to join me. Don't you guys all jump in at one time? Are you guys still in all my conversations? You guys talk to me. That was very, very powerful. Francisco, yes? Yes, yes, very powerful. I'm here. Oh, man. Did I leave y'all speechless because it was God talking, it wasn't me. Y'all can jump in. I get you. Yes, Are you trying to say something, girl? Go ahead. Yes, peace and blessings, everybody. Coach, that was phenomenal. Proverbs is actually my favorite book as well, which is my favorite book in, in the world, period. Um, chapter two definitely resonated with me. And just keeping God first, listening to God, not seeking uh, approval from, from people. Uh, in addition to that, the spiritual shall preserve thee, and understanding shall keep thee. That is truly, truly what I'm going to continue to do. And making yourself a target for the people to talk about you because they talked about Jesus as my mother taught me <laughs> since I was younger. If they're not talking about you, like you said, you're not living. So it's so many key takeaways from this from this lesson and I appreciate it. You are so welcome. Thank you. Hello. I'm here. Who's that? Skeeter? Go ahead. Go. Hey, if you aren't talking, I need you to mute yourself until after the next person talks because it's too much. I know you guys are moving around. Just, uh, you know, 
Just work with the codes. And we can do it. I want to make sure that I hear each one of you. Christina, you'll go next. Let Skeeter go first, and then you go next, Christina, and then anybody else. Go ahead, Skeeter. I'm with you. Yes, uh, Mr. Barron. That, that was like so powerful. I actually had my daughter listen just a little bit to the Proverbs. And um, I, I mean, I know I sent you a message, but I just want to say thank you. This is a, you know, growing up, uh, we were forced to read the Bible back and forth, back and forth, you know, and Proverbs, it was always something that my mom always tried to um, ex um, talk to us about, like the certain things that she wanted to, but just you diving into it, it's like, I'm seeing this whole book in a whole nother light, like, oh my God. It's like just listening to you. I could listen to you go on for the next like 24 hours nonstop just talking about this book because it's just so much that um, that I didn't understand. And now it's making sense to me that applies to my life as far as listening to myself, as far as the stuff that you, you know, as far as that one thing that I really did like like hit home a lot when you said that you're going to be on that journey. The road that you're taking is the road that you're taking regardless. You know, a lot of times you hear or take a different road, take a different path, but you say it's going to be the road that you're taking. It's just you focusing and listening and paying attention, you know, so you, that, so you don't go fast over the speedy bumps. So you don't, you know, so, so you can focus and go a little bit, go fast when it's necessary. And that was like so powerful. It made so much sense to me. Now I can like, now I was sitting here that's like reversing a lot of my life in my head and like, oh my goodness, like, okay, well maybe that, maybe, maybe I should have listened then and even listened to my intuitions now that I've really dismissed throughout my life. I'll hear something in my gut, say something, and I'll do what the heck I want to do anyway and pay the penalty for it later. And it's like, okay. But when you said that was God speaking, that was super powerful to me, you know, because yes, yes. Like, like, I, like I said, I struggled, you know, like I grew up in a very religious household, but I struggled right. a lot. You know, like I told my mother two years ago that I don't want to look at a Bible. I want to read the Bible. I'll never look at it again. Just leave me alone about it. I want, I want nothing to do with it. You know, I was really angry, you know, for a lot of different reasons, but I just want to really be transparent and just say to you, thank you so much because you literally are the first person to get me to touch. I literally went in my closet, dug up my Bible and opened it. So thank you because you actually had me open the Bible. I have not touched it. If my mother found out, she'd probably be making you dinner, breakfast and lunch because I have not opened the Bible. I refuse to so thank you. And now that I've opened it, God is really explaining everything that I've never gotten a chance to really understand that I think was told taught to me kind of wrong, made me feel um, a certain kind of way, but now it's making so much sense. And it's a, so applicable to me that I'm like, Oh my God, like how come they didn't teach me this all my life? Up? <laughs> you know what? It's timing. He has his plan. And I'll tell you something. It just gave me so many chills. I can feel God and the Holy Spirit going through my entire body. Just the fact of you saying that you have not opened the book in so long and it's been in your closet since a child, that's when I know that I'm doing God's work. That's what makes that, that is more rewarding. I'll be honest, Peter, what you just said is more rewarding than me getting SVP standing on the stage with 20,000 people bowing down in the check with six commas. That is more rewarding to me to the point of tears, a part of my prayer that. If I can lead one person back to God, starting with, starting with myself, obviously, but if I can lead one person back to God to understand that it's a movie, and you heard me talk about that before, and we're in that movie, we pick up the pen, and we learn how to be obedient. We have this whole conversation built up around how 
religion. And I, I never claim to be religious. I claim to be spiritual. And I give all my spirit to God. That's why even the, the you know, the, the song I played yesterday, fill, you know, when I, when I have Tasha, Cup, Tasha Cobb singing, fill me up with overflow, fill my spirit with you. Because there's a reason why it's the Holy Spirit that takes our conversations and people that don't understand and are not evolved do not understand. You aren't talking directly to the Father. You have not been given that permission to talk directly to the Father. You talk to Jesus. That's who he sent. Jesus then in turn allows the Holy Spirit to translate what you mean if you are authentic and true to what you're saying and then take it to the Father. It's a filter. It's amazing. Hence the word amazing grace. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Skeeter, for that. No, Mr. Barn, no. Thank you. You have no idea. But he does. I'm just showing up. We're going to keep showing up. Christina, you want to go, Jerry? Yes, good morning. Um, first of all, I, I didn't, in listening to Skeeter's conversation now, just to add to that, I didn't grow up on the Bible. I, I never read the Bible or was taught to read the Bible. I went to church when, you know, with uh, when my parents took a Catholic church, and I'm not because I love the whole use. Um, but if you're not getting wisdom from the Bible, what is there in life? I mean, life is taught the word. But if uh, I'm turning to ask someone over the phone, believe it or not, in phone sale, who remain friends with today and never and from Texas and things yeah I found Bible based church. I'm getting every other word. I don't know if you fell off right there. I was getting the bulk of what you're saying because of just my intuitive side, but I don't know if you're still there, love. I think you might have fallen off. I think she fell off. Okay. No worries. Um anybody else would like to share before we close out? Hey, Mr. Nelson, this is Andrew. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, Mr. Nelson, I'm so amazed. You know, Christina, I'm going to have you go. I need you to get in a better reception area. I got every other word, the bulk of what you're saying, only because of my third eye. But uh, nobody really heard most of what you're saying. I got what you were saying, and I love you. But I need you to find a, a better reception place so that I, because I really do want your participation starting tomorrow. Um, but for just because it's so difficult for everybody to hear you, we're hearing every other word that you're saying, though I understood it and I love you and thank you. Okay. okay thank you. Great day. You got it, love. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, so, you know, a year ago, you, um, you, you mentioned the whole idea of reading the Proverbs um, every day, one chapter a day. So I started to do that. And then I had my son, who's 12 doing the same thing too, writing a short report after every day of reading. And, you know, it's, it, it has become the most important thing in my life. I can't go a day without actually picking up the book, well, I have to <laughs> my phone, and, do, and doing my chapter. 
So if, okay. even if I if even if I say miss it the first thing in the morning, if I'm on the road, I'm on the train, I'm actually doing it. Yes. And it keeps me focused um, because you know with, 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 with even myself there are issues of righteousness and it's able to keep me focused. It's just the one thing I go back to. You know, the thing that affects me most is upfront and central. And the, the Proverbs really, you know, put my heart and my soul back to the place, you know, doing things right, which is basically what righteousness is, all right? Doing the right thing. And um, I, I really thank you for, you know, putting this opportunity where we can come together in this, you know, this format and start out the, the morning right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from, from just the few words that you're saying, I realize that there are certain things that I need to also augment things with. Getting up in the morning, getting on my knees, the first thing I need to do is just praise God to, you know, keep me through the night, you know, yeah. keep my family right. Yeah. And um, I'm just speechless right now. <laughs> my voice. You know, um, it's, yes. and also what I find is everything else that's, you know, non-religious, you know, uh -huh. the, the Psalms keep me, the Proverbs and the Psalms keep me focused. Yes. And um, I, I'm just telling you guys, what we need to seek is wisdom. That's the first thing, the first and foremost thing, yeah. which is basically reverent, having the reverent and fear of God. And the fear doesn't mean being afraid of him, just having respect. Put him on that pedestal. That's the most important thing in your life. So even if you, if you think that, hey, you know what, I'm not a Christian, but there's something that's greater than us all, someone that's greater than us all, someone that created us, and we have to lean into that creator. 100%. I got to say. Thank you, my man. I love, love you. you. Love you. Love you guys. Definitely. I'll take two more, then I'll pray and close out and play my song. Who else would like to share? Are we complete? Coach, good morning. Good morning, Dwight. This has been, uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny how you said that there's two books, Psalms and Proverbs, because you're hitting me with the Proverbs this morning, and my mom was sending me the text hitting me with Psalms this morning. I think the one thing that hit me the most is that um, at the very end, when you talk about regressing, mm -hmm. and I feel as though I'm going full, I'm talking about the business now. I'm doing all the things to go forward, but I'm definitely missing steps because I feel myself regressing mm -hmm. in thought. Right. I understand. So when I, so when I hear you talk about these things, it's, it's, it was so, you know, when you're sitting in a classroom and you hear the teacher saying something and you know, you have a question, but you keep your mouth shut. And then in the back of your head, you're like, I'm pretty sure there's other people that have that same question. So they'll ask it. And I was saying to myself yesterday or the day before, when you put it out that we should read a chapter a day when it comes to the Proverbs. And I was saying to myself, my mom has always taught me that this is one of the most difficult books to read. Mm -hmm. And even though she gives me the Psalms to read and the Proverbs and you're hitting me with it also, 
there are certain things that I read, but my understanding became clearer with explanation behind it. Right. I'm reading it to gain knowledge, right. but I feel as though I'm missing the boat with certain things because it is so deep and it is so complex that even sometimes, even the way in which it's written in, it seems like, like they transferred word to word from Latin yep. to English. And there's a, a there's a miscommunication with myself, with the understanding. So I think now what, in when you talk about regressing, my thing now is how you always said, when you have problems, you take it uphill. And when you have joy, you take it downhill. Mm-hmm. I think I got to start asking the questions instead of waiting for somebody else to ask the questions so I can get the better understanding, not just in the book, but also in my business. Mm-hmm. So I can stop taking three steps forward to take four steps back and then start it all over again. Right. I think that's where I'm going wrong. So thank you so much for this. It was a great help today. Exactly. And one of the things when we look at Proverbs 2, if, if you go to a different, uh, for each one of you if, you, if you go into the study of it and you understand there's different versions, obviously, you got the King James, the new version, this, and the other, but it goes into uh, in another one. It's called the benefits of wisdom is what chapter two is about. It's really about morality, but it's about, and it, and it starts off in the first verse saying, my child, listen to what I say. Versus if you do the King James, which says, my son, if thou will receive my words. In the new version, it says, my child, please listen, meaning all my children, if you please listen, please, please listen and treasure my commands and tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding if you focus, because where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? So we're talking about being able to cry out for insight and asking for understanding, search for them as you would for silver, seek them like hidden treasures, then you will understand what it means, then you will understand. So you're just now in a space of then you will understand. You heard it before, and it's a movie. It's like you can watch a movie one time, watch it six years later, oh my God, I missed that. You know, oh my God, that piece, oh, where, where'd that come from? Oh, maybe I came into the movie late and missed the first scene. And then you will gain knowledge of God, for the Lord grants wisdom, he wants to give it. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He's going to give you everything you need. He grants a treasure of common sense to, to the honest. Hence that word common sense in the new version. And he is a shield to those who walk with integrity, is when he says uprightly. He guards the path of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. That's breaking it down so that we understand it in our language. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter into your heart, and your knowledge will fill you with joy. You will be happy now, where you are right now, Dwayne, with an epiphany, because of wise choices in 11, will watch over you. Your choices, hence all the way back to Adam and Eve, why I broke it down like that, understanding will keep you safe because you'll know better as you move forward. It's a very powerful way. That's why you gotta read it over and over in every version, in every way that you can, and why by the time we get to this in the month of November, you will hear it even differently, but you'll see your decisions will be different. This is why you wake up in the morning when the, when the dopamine and the, you know, everything is kicking in, when your, your brain is mo- most apt to absorbing, when your body is most apt to taking in the vitamins and absorbing the nutrients. Not when it's congested with all the thought, chatter, and everything else throughout the day, but in the very beginning, why he would meditate and pray and not talk to anybody until he started his day with the conversation with our father. 
It's a powerful freaking thing. Thank you so much. Elaine, you want to share, sir? Thank you. Yes, sir. Definitely. Coach, first of all, thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Um, I can only take parts because I'm driving my bus in the morning, but uh, what I've uh, taken this morning is uh, I've been seeking knowledge. I've been seeking um, wisdom, but I've not been asking for that wisdom. Right. I've not uh, been reaching out for wisdom. I've been just looking where to find it. And I've not been right. actually seeking, uh, getting to his thought and his word. And I look forward to our conversation. 100%. And uh, <clears throat> it's really hitting me really very powerful this morning. And it's been a real um, beginning to what I'm going to stick to Proverbs. And I know of Proverbs. I read a, bit, a number of times before, but I'm not really asked to for him to give me the wisdom in depth that I that I deserve and that what he wants to give me and I've not been heeding to his um, voice right. so it has really been speaking very in volume so I I resonate with my brother Dwayne and um, we need to stay in his word and ask daily every morning when a day is fresh when we're more apt to hear his voice and listen to his voice through the day yes. and not question it yeah. because he is speaking every so moment of the day. So thank you so much you for what you do, Coach. We love you. Love you back, man. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if you have to eat every day, and some people live to, I mean, truly eat to live and others live to eat, making those distinctions, right? <laughs> And truly, as we move forward and you look at it, it's like, well, why wouldn't we wake up in prayer? Why wouldn't we wake up in scripture? Why wouldn't we understand and seek understanding? Every day, every moment, we eat every day, we use the bathroom every day. Why would we only have a conversation to feed our spirit? Why would we starve our spirit two, three days at a time, two, three weeks at a time? Often all just within the thing, so until it's until we can't until we can't until we're pretty much you know almost you know we're walking around it's like we don't need to eat don't go a week without eating <laughs> you know unless you're fasting i mean don't go without water you can't do that and this is more critical and more essential to our life when people fall off and they quit and they do this they do that the devil is like why well, this person quit, so I'm gonna follow this person. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Well, I, I need to second guess my direction. This time, the direction in the path has already been there. He's saying, I'll move everything out of the way if you seek me first. I'll give you everything. You've been given everything you needed when you were born. Why do you follow a man? Why are you following a woman? Now we follow mentors and we follow coaches, but they're just navigation. I'm just a GPS. I had this conversation with somebody yesterday, helping this young lady through massive breakthroughs where her man lived in the mines in Australia and then broke camp and never came home for two years and left her with two kids and didn't even find it. Just, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, never came home. And I said, you knew he was going to abandon you before he abandoned you. God had already cleared your path. Your instinct was already there. Don't make him wrong. Make yourself wrong for the decisions you made and not listening and not paying attention. You have no control over someone else. You only have control over your own things. 
So thank you for that. I'm going to pray and go ahead and move forward. And then if you guys still want to feed into it, you're more than welcome to. Dear Heavenly Father, bring us here today. Thank you for all of us being able to wake up and see another day. Giving us life, giving us breath, giving us all of our faculties. That which we don't have, we don't need. And that which we have, we are thankful and grateful for all that we have. We ask you to take everything out of our space and out of our way that does not serve you and serve us. We ask that you move all adversities, all challenges, all obstacles. You must secure a clear path of mind, body, and soul. We feed off of you and you first, and off of the vine of wisdom which you provide for us. We have more than we, have, than we need. We have more than we even want. And we stand in gratitude for the blessings we have yet to see because of our own obstacles that we created for ourselves in self-sabotage. We ask that you bless our children that you've given us, our parents that you've given us, those that are there with you and those that are still here on this earthly ground. We ask that you give us this, the most miraculous day, that we know that we live in the state of expectation and expect miracles, that they're everywhere. But instead of seeking a miracle, we ask that we are a miracle to others. And in being that to others, we will receive all that we need from you, more than we could ever freaking imagine. We ask on this Friday, on the 4th of October, in the year of our Lord, 2019, that you allow us to become the architect of our life that was built for you to be able to create a city and a life in a world for the rest of the world to see well past the time in which you take us from here. We give thanks for each other, for the matrix, and for the family, and for the opportunity to serve you. We ask to be completely abundant for you to move all of our financial woes, all of our mental woes, all of our health woes, all of our family ties and binding. We ask you to protect us from Lucifer and all of his angels and all the evil that has been passed on to those that come as a minute man for him. Because we know it's only a minute if you step in and that you will move mountains and armies that have been created to go up against your enemies. And that we stand as an army for you and your word. In all this, we stand in gratitude and ask for forgiveness for any inequities that live within our own spirit and ask that you help us remove them. We know it will not happen overnight. Our financial woes will not leave over in one day. And the problems that we have, we created. We just ask for your understanding, blessing, patience, and wisdom for the decisions we make to collapse the time and remove it and become righteous in your word. In all of this, on behalf of everyone here and all this, those that ever hear this, we say in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <sighs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Coach. Amen. Recording, and I approve this message. I'm going to play my song. If you guys would like a recording, you know I don't make the recording public. I will send it to you directly. You have to just ask me for it, send a text to me. I need to find another way of doing that because I get so many text messages. I really need to actually, what I'm going to do is um, create a chat specifically for those who participate every day. And if you want to be opted into that chat, also put that put in October's Proverbs. Just put in Proverbs. Just put Proverbs. When you, when you text me, I'll send a recording today, but if you send me and just say Proverbs, that means you want a copy of the recording and you want to be put in the chat. That way, as I record this, starting tomorrow, I can just send the recording to the chat 
instead of sending it to people individually. I cannot afford another 200 text messages on top of what I received. Sorry, it's morning, morning. That's just not smart. So when you text me, just put Proverbs if you want to copy the recording, and I will start the chat specifically called entitled Proverbs in WhatsApp and start sending the recording into that chat. Um, and in there, your takeaways, anything that means the most to you, please don't write down all the But if you have one sentence of a takeaway that you are not able to share, uh, then by all means, uh, please do share. You know, just one sentence, two sentences back, just take away. Uh, we don't want another chat that has a thousand text messages eating up the data in Canada and around the world. Um, nor do we have time to sift and sort through all the information when I send something out. Uh, so I'm going to ask you to be respectful of that chat. But I'm doing it to simplify uh, our lives and we don't want to be caught up in social media or in chats and be unproductive throughout our day. We utilize this as a tool for wisdom, let's use wisdom, so that we can truly be on the court and maximize our God-given human ability in a day. So with that, I conclude and approve this message and we'll play my song.